You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and... What the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. We're actually recording this live in Twitter spaces after... Uh, a really fun evening uh, with everyone talking, kind of talking, you know, the journey of Web3, the journey of uh, Mint 365. Uh, what's also been beautiful is, you know, we've done Twitter spaces the last three nights, four nights. Um, math is not my strong suit. I tried to I tried to multiply 11 times 11 on the Twitter space earlier. And uh, thankfully, Drew, who is, you know, our resident, you know, kind of Gen Zer, maybe young millennial, uh, you know, clarify what that, you know, 11 times 11 is. Um, but, you know, for the last couple of nights, it's been a really fun to, to talk to founders that we mentioned projects back, uh, you know, a while ago, like all the way back in November, December, January, and then all the way up to the ones we mentioned this week. We had, uh, you know, Jason Keith with the Swoopas. We had Travi with uh, the Journey. Um, and, I, and I will say, like, one of the things that also kind of plays into this whole piece is that, you know, I, I've, I was interviewed on a couple of podcasts today and people were asking me, you know, like, Brian, you've, you've kind of created an identity that you're kind of the, the daily podcast guy. And like, how does that sit with you? Or, you know, like, that's impressive. And, and I'll say like, that was never my intention. And I, and I just wanted to share like kind of some of the, the things that I look back now um, that we're on the, we're on the eve of 11, 11, um, you know, for me, you know, the, the intention early on was, you know, how do we build trust and do it in a way that I'm most comfortable? And I want to be very clear on that. Uh, you know, I preach press the damn button. And I think most people make the mistake when they go to create content, um, especially when they're starting out, is they try to create content where they think their audience is. And I'm going to challenge that notion. And I know that might sound weird, but I actually believe before you get, you know, kind of in your flow, before you figure out what is the best way for you to create content, you have to create where you are the best, where there's the least barriers to entry. You know, if this was when, if Drew would have, you know, twisted my arm, held me down at gunpoint and made me do this podcast, if he had told me to do uh, a YouTube channel, um, I can pretty much guarantee you we would not have made it to Christmas. Because as much as I've recorded, I mean, we re we recorded almost 300 of these episodes on video, but video was kind of a, was the, was the side product to the podcast and the podcast audio. And, you know, it was brought to my attention, uh, Anthony from Bulls and Apes came in the Twitter space earlier tonight and he said that he was in the airport and he saw me sitting next to the bathroom recording the podcast audio. And funny enough, I did have the video up. I was running a, a time lapse because, you know, hey, I'm a content creator. If I'm if I'm doing something funny or weird or outlandish or my wallet's getting hacked, I'm just going to hit, you know, screen record and, and capture the, <laughs> capture the moment. Um, but I will say, you know, like one of the, the aspects of this was podcasting is the space that I've felt the most comfortable. It's the place that I I, I really just enjoy the intimacy that you guys allow me in your ear holes, which I know that sounds very um, aggressive that I, that I am, you know, uh, I didn't say penetrating your ear holes. I just said where I'm in your ear holes. Uh, but I uh, appreciate, uh, you know, the a fact that, you know, people are, you know, been listening every single day. People have been going uh, on this journey, but, you know, like I had to set myself up for success the best way that I knew how. And I think that's one of the lessons that I would share is that no matter what challenge you're, you're kind of going to achieve, you know, we have to make sure that we we understand what works best for us. Like, you know, we, we can all read these daily habit books or we can read blog posts where it says, you know, billionaires wake up before 5 a.m. And I know every time I read that, I'm like, well, shit, I guess I'm not going to be a billionaire because 
I hate mornings, and I'm sure as hell not going to be getting up at 5 a.m. Uh, on a regular basis. I don't care how many times Drew tries to text me or, or Delphi Cat lets me know that that's what, that's what she's doing. I, I, For me, like one of the things that I just had to recognize that, you know, how are we going to pull off a daily podcast? Well, we couldn't do a lot of editing, right? So I'm kind of a one one recording go person, right? So we, we add a buffer on the front. We add a buffer on the on the back end. We have a pod, pod, we have a sponsor role that we read within the show. But I will tell you, like part of that is that's part of this strategy, right? If we had to turn this over to a production house or have editing come in and do anything on that level, you know, you know this would have been near impossible. And you know, that also goes into you know some of the other parts of this you know whole puzzle that we've been in is that you know for me it's also been learning like what is what are the things that you know matter most for our audience? What are the ways that I can capture content? And you know I have been trying as much as you guys might not believe it or, or realize that. I have been trying to do shorter episodes. I just can't figure out how to not talk for 40 minutes. Um, you know, it's, it's, I think it's just a, a byproduct of my own, uh, my own, I, I'm like, oh, this podcast episode was short, 29 minutes. I'm like, man, how did that happen? But I will say, the, you know, the other part of this is that, you know, the thing about Web3, the aha moment that I had about this space, uh, you know, a little over a year ago, it was about a year and a half ago, was it was the intersection in my career that I didn't know I was looking for, but it was what all of my experience was kind of leading up to, right? I got to work for, you know, almost a decade in cybersecurity, you know, working with the Department of Defense. I got to work as a technology evangelist and then, you know, as a speaker and content creator and, and influencer with, you know, a lot of big brands. And a lot of that to me was like, you know, how, how can I create community where it's a rising tide lifts all ships? And one of the missing pieces of it that I didn't know at the time was this idea of ownership, right? And I, and I am bullish on NFTs for providing us that ownership. And I think we're going to see more token, you know, uh, token access, right? I, I like that. Uh, I can't remember who brought that to my attention, but um, you know, switching the narrative from saying token gated to saying token access uh, for certain things, because you know, I think there is something really amazing about you know being able to be a part of something and having access to something based on owning a, a you know a digital asset. And, you know, I love the collectible game. You know, I love the, the gambling component of, of flipping. And, you know, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say that, you know, my, if you look at my personal wallet, there's a lot of things that I buy in and buy out of. But I think more so than anything else, you know, for me, you know, the mantra of this podcast on day one, I said that on episode zero, which if you're ever going to do a podcast where you are doing the number of days, don't start with zero, start with one. It would make the numbering a whole lot more sense because, I made it a lot harder on my team because my team was like, why is the number of podcasts not match up with the number of mints? But um, I'll say like, you know, in episode zero, I said that the mantra of this podcast was pretty simple. It's we is greater than me. And that I, I truly do believe that we together can do bigger things. But the caveat to this is important. And it's much like the caveat where that, that most people forget, uh, you know, when, when we use the, uh, the quote that says, you know, um, you know, a jack of all trades is a master of none. People forget that there's a second half of that quote, right? And the second half of that quote is a jack of all trades is, uh, is a master of none, but being a, a jack of all trades is actually better than being a master of one. And I will say the, the back end of the we is greater than me quote that I think is important is that you can't be part of a greater we. You can't be part of a greater team. You can't be part of a greater community unless you're investing in yourself, if you're, unless you're focusing on your own self-awareness, your own mental health, you're recognizing how to set yourself up for success. And 
and, and believe in, in the things that matter most to you. And, and so for me, like that's, that's been the craziest part of this whole journey is that, um, you know, it was a, it was, a, you know, I'll honestly say it was an emotional day for me in a weird way because, you know, people were messaging me with congratulations and I was feeling a little bit, you know, a little angst, a little bit of like, man, like I, we did the thing that I didn't think we were going to be able to do. Well, now freaking what? And uh, I'll tell you now what scares me a little bit because people that know me, especially on the team, uh, I love to go big. I love to, I love, you know, like, Oh, a daily podcast. Like Drew doesn't know. Like Drew was said he was excited for not a daily podcast. So he didn't know that, you know, I probably have now brought on, you know, six or seven co-hosts, which is going to turn into, uh, you know, more content than we probably <laughs> we even realized that we're going to do in season two. And, we're locking in some guests and stuff, but, um, you know, in all, in all truth, you know, like one of the things that, you know, that I felt today was it was less about like, you know, and I made this joke earlier, but I think it's an important part. Like, you know, when I, when I'm looking forward to a vacation, I'm counting down the days to go on the vacation. And I've been counting down the days for this, you know, 11, 11 for, for forever. It feels like, but it's not the same feeling uh, as counting down uh, to a, a vacation, right? It's counting down, uh, to kind of like the, you know, our ability to kind of bring chapter one or season one uh, to a, uh, a completion. Um, I just got a message <laughs> from my team and they said, what are you going to do a 24 hour podcast? Um, no, uh, but I did do a 24 hour clubhouse room uh, on 420 last year. Uh, I called it puff puff past the mic. So just saying, I, I have done that before. Um, but I, I think one of the, the other pieces of this whole, uh, you know, puzzle and how we, how we look at things is, you know, right now, you know, I, I could have never imagined that the last week of the podcast would coincide with, you know, maybe the worst 48 hours in, in crypto history, um, you know, if not in the top like, one or two or three. Um, and I couldn't also, you know, couldn't have guessed that, you know, that the bear market would have, you know, had its impact on the space as it did. And for anyone that says that they could have predicted this or they saw this coming, um, unless they're millionaires and they dumped all their NFTs before it happened, uh, they're mostly full of crap, right? I think the thing that we just have to recognize is like, what are the things we value the most? And for me, it's the, it is the relationships. It's the, it's the community that we're building here. You know, and I, and I have to say, you know, the, the people inspiration for this show, right? When people, the fact that people did 5,000 pieces and he only sold one uh, uh, at the time before he kind of pulled it all together for $400. That was to me, the thing that, blew my mind, inspired me, motivated me, because I don't think I'm that good. I, I'm not that good because if we hadn't had early success on this podcast, right, we, we hit top 25 uh, on Spotify in the first 100 episodes, first 150 episodes, we hit a million downloads uh, of the podcast. And I will say like that, that was part of the motivation. And I, I will honestly admit that, you know, if things were a little bit different at that beginning, I don't know if we would have, you know, kind of uh, kept on trucking on. And and I will say the the part of the daily the reason that we're not doing a, a daily podcast you know moving forward it's not because I don't believe in the daily content but I, I do have to you know share that you know the sacrifice that we had to make for a daily podcast and I, and I don't even mean sacrifice like on our time or, or me individually but I just mean sacrifice on like what we're putting out like the fact I'm doing a podcast episode every day I can't also promote content on every channel every day I can't also talk about my speaking business on every channel. I can't also show up for every, you know, free speaking gig that came out. I can't also, you know, be as active in these discord communities as I wanted to. And that's a lot of sacrifice. That's a lot of things that we gave up for, you know, for the commitment of the show. And, 
you know, and I, I don't regret that at all, but I also believe that, you know, doing, doing things just because, you know, we want to do them or just because, you know, Hey, you're doing a daily podcast and you have momentum, you know, for me, it's more about, okay, what makes the most sense for, for my, myself, the team, but also what makes the most sense for, you know, everyone that's in this space, like what, what's the, the best impact that I can make. And, and I will tell you, that's the piece that I get, you know, I am most proud of is, you know, I, I am very proud of the impact that this show, the Mint 365 has made, you know, I'm very, I'm very aware that a lot of projects have a lot of their holders because we talked about them on this podcast. Right. And, and that a lot of that comes down to this idea of delivering on trust and, and delivering on value. And, and I think there's something, you know, that to be said on that. And I will also say that, you know, it's been a struggle, right? We've been bootstrapping this thing uh, together. And uh, when I didn't think that it would take this long for, you know, certain things to kind of come together in this space. And we also had to, you know, make some sacrifices with our team where, you know, our team took, you know, time out. They, they, they passed on job offers and, you know, Kevin, I give a shout out to Kevin, you know, Kevin, you know, Kevin Sturmer, you know, on day one uh, of this podcast, I sent him a message and said, Oh shit, I didn't put an intro music on my podcast. Any chance you could get me an intro? And he said, that's not much planning went into this on episode one or episode zero. Uh, and he turned around a, a intro that is the intro that you guys hear on this podcast every day. You know, he turned that around that night. And I remember him saying that next morning, you know, how, how excited and conviction, you know, how much conviction he had uh, for what we were building. And I know, you know, he's made sacrifices in, in his personal life and in his career to help this podcast be successful. I'm, I'm very aware that so many people on this team and so many people, the friends and family that have kind of reached out and, I will say there's there's also the flip side of this, right? Because you know we were buying an NFT every day. We've been holding every one of these NFTs for a year, uh, and the goal of it was to sell it as a mosaic collection that's really a time capsule of NFTs. And um, you know I've I've thought since early on that this is going to be something that um, is going to stand the test of time. I believe that you know not only has no one else done this, but it's going to be something that we're going to be able to look back on and say, hey, I own that you know collection that had the NFTs they bought every day, you know, from, from the bull market to the bear market, to the crypto crash, to, you know, Elon Musk taking over Twitter and probably ruining Twitter. Although I'm saying that on Twitter, so I'll probably be rugged here in a second, but um, you know, I, the, the piece of this that also kind of comes into play is also like, what does this all mean? What is that, 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 how does that, how do we quantify impact? And I, and I guess that's where I want to leave this episode on, you know, the night before 11, 11, is I think we, you know, I talk a lot about defining success. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's probably the thing I run maybe second. I, you know, I talk about press the damn button and we is greater than me, but I also talk about the importance of defining success. But I, I will say that one of the other things that I, I feel like we all have to be better at, I included, is quantifying the impact that we are making and the impact others are having on us. I think we sometimes overlook, you know, the little things, right? The, the group messages that we're in with, with, with people that are also in our, our same NFT projects, right? The, the, the GMs, as much as we can make fun of people and, you know, they're GMs and I, and I GM every freaking day. I'm a, I'm a GMer. You can, you can make fun of me all you want, but I will tell you like, you know, for me, part of it is that like checking in on people, recognizing that we're all in this together and we're all kind of building and we're all kind of going on this journey. And, and, you know, the last part of this that I think has also been, you know, something that I think is important is that, you know, people are, are coming and going in this space right now. We have a lot of people that, you know, we're loud and obnoxious and, and, and flexing their bags and Twitter spaces and their radio shows 
and all of a sudden they're not not as loud and obnoxious and they're not you know putting things out like they were and, and part of that is because you know they were selling unicorns rainbows and bullshit and uh, that only works for a limited amount of time and I think the the true you know core people and projects that are building tangible value that understand community is not easy and and there is no easy button or shortcut and that when you make a mistake you know I can give a shout out you know we had a grill sergeant here on stage with us tonight and uh, he is you know one of the the new co-owners uh, of crypto dads and you know I, I I've all you know crypto dads is a project that has a very close place in my heart it's it's the project that gave me kind of my aha moment of what this space could could be. And and I remember being in that space with the, the new team of crypto dads uh, as they were taking over. And it was very honest, very transparent, gave us access into knowing what everyone's skill sets were. And I tell you what, I at that moment, although I was like, wait, who's running the Instagram account and what's going on with social media? And, and, and they were like, hey, we're going to figure this out. Just the fact that they were willing to give us that access into what they were building, that transparency like I'm, I, I'm bullish as hell with what they're building and, and proud to still hold my, you know, my OG original one. And, and I will say that, you know, for those that are out there, you can go look at my, the mint 365 project in our spatial, hopefully, you know, you know, I know a lot of people are listening to this podcast well after uh, November, I actually saw that in just this month alone, uh, we had over 800 downloads of episode, uh, episode one of the podcast, which is uh, very cool to, to see. So for everybody that's passing this podcast on, uh, to your friends and family, uh, I, I say thank you for that because uh, it's cool to see that some of those early episodes are getting listens. But you know, I will say that you know when I look back at Mint three sixty five and a lot of these NFTs that I bought uh, throughout this journey, you know, they all tell a story, and some of them tell a good story, some of them tell a story of you know people selling unicorns and rainbows and BS, and them being better at doing it than me researching, right? And there's others that were great projects and great people that just got broken down by the, 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 the drain that can be a very impatient NFT community. And there's others that, you know, prepared for a bear market, but didn't prepare for six months, nine months, 18 months uh, of a bear market, right? There's, there's others that, you know, were building the same business model as a crypto punks or bored ape, but didn't realize that, you know, that secondary volume when it's not in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, uh, that's not something that you can you know, rely on your business here on NFTs. And so, I think the the whole thing for me, you know, on episode 364 that we're, you know, here right now is that um, if you're listening to this, like you're in the right spot. And if you're here in the space with us, like we got this, like we are going to, we are going to thrive. We are going to survive. We are going to be able to lean on each other. And the, like the value of community is often not felt until you don't recognize that you even need it or that you're even leaning on it. And it can be in moments like this and it can be in, in tough times, like what we've seen right now. And, you know, I got a text message from my dad and my, my dad who, you know, is super supporter of mine. He was like, son, I wish you would have started a podcast on 11 four. Cause you probably could have sold that thing for a lot more money. And I was like, I was like, well, dad, it's 11 11. He's like, yeah, you could, who would have cared? You could have shortened a week. You could have made. And I, I, and you know, that's his, uh, you know, outside looking in and, and for me, like the, the beauty of this is that, you know, I, my wallet got compromised in, in March, right? And that told part of the story of this space because a lot of our wallets have got compromised. A lot of us have had, you know, struggles and good things. I, I discovered that I actually am an artist and, and dropped AI art collections that are now officially sold out. I actually just got the text message from Kevin that uh, the last piece of the last AI art part uh, that I had in the drop was just bought. So uh, I thank everybody for supporting and, and I'm excited to drop number 12 tomorrow and 
everybody will get that. But uh, I'll leave you with this: is that you know I'm not perfect. Um, our team is that not is not that much better than everyone else. And when I look back at what we did, is that we just rallied together. We believed in that we were creating something that was worthwhile. We didn't, you know, maybe we pr- could have monetized it better. Maybe we could have dropped an NFT project beforehand. Uh, maybe we could have thought about, you know, things that were, were have, um, you know, could have set us up differently. But ultimately, you know, so many of the decisions that we made along this way was with the simple goal of like, hey, if we put out good shit, we build trust with people, we care about the, the community, we, we curate the guests that are coming on here, and we, we educate, we inspire, we motivate, then we can't go wrong. And I will say I, I, I'm very excited and bullish on that part of this. And uh, chapter two will start very soon. Season two of the podcast will start soon. Uh, make sure that you are subscribed if you are listening to this right now, either Twitter spaces. You know, we are in, I think we're in 82 different podcasting apps. So no matter what podcasting app you listen to us in, uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button and, uh, you know, come along with us on the, on the journey of season two. And, and also just know that a lot of the content we created you can go back and tap into and you can go back and listen to some other episodes and things because we did work really hard to make this content evergreen so that it, it's not just timely. We didn't just talk about current events. We didn't just talk about, you know, trends and flipping and the gas prices. Um, you know, it, we really do work hard on that. So thank you to everyone that's listening. We will have an episode of course tomorrow, which will be the last episode uh, of season one. Um, you want to probably pay attention uh, you might see some changes maybe in the art, maybe in the description, maybe some alpha on some uh, some co-hosts that we have coming out. Uh, and we might even have a couple guests that you guys have been craving and requesting. And, and if my damn Pittsburgh Steelers would have beat those freaking Jets, we would have already had the, a couple of these people. But, uh, yeah, season two, we have locked and loaded for some great stuff coming down the pipe. And so uh, from the entire team of, of NFT365, Uh, appreciate each and every one of you. Make sure you listen to the last episode of season one tomorrow. But uh, until tomorrow, my friends, uh, make it a great day. Cheers. The Mint 365 Collection 100-Day Countdown is on. We're counting down to November 11th when we'll auction off all 365 NFTs as one collection, including a custom mosaic of all the art. Want to bid on this one-of-a-kind Web3 time capsule? For details, keep listening to NFT 365.